My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Oz. It's Tuesday the 21st of February. I'm Zara. I'm Sam. Now, there's been a lot of talk in recent months and years about our privacy. Your beautiful faces are being recorded. It's equivalent to Kmart and Bunnings collecting your fingerprints or your DNA every time you shop. Raising questions about who's accessing our information. TikTok, Snap and YouTube facing questions about how well they protect children. And whether or not companies can be trusted. 2.1 million customers have had their data stolen. All of the health insurers, 3.9 million customers in the hands of hackers. So what rights should you have to privacy? And would you go as far as erasing yourself from the internet? We're going to get into it in the deep dive. But first, Sam, the headlines. The federal government has signalled it wants to crack down on rules that allow superannuation contributions to be accessed early or reduce tax bills. I remember when we talked a lot about this last year. The government's emphasising the role of super being to save for a dignified retirement. A 59-year-old Australian man has been killed by a shark while on holiday in New Caledonia. A paramedic at the scene said the man was bitten three times by the shark. A revival attempt lasted for close to 40 minutes, but the man couldn't be saved. A paid subscription service for Facebook and Instagram will be trialled in Australia and New Zealand this week. It's the Meta Verified Subscription Bundle, and it will include a verification badge, increased visibility and reach on some areas of the platform, and further protections against impersonation. And the good news, over 33 million children in five Southern African countries have been vaccinated against polio. That's according to the World Health Organization. The WHO's regional director for Africa said that Malawi, Mozambique, Zambia, Tanzania and Zimbabwe have all made huge efforts in the past 12 months to curb the spread of polio. Sam, the federal government has published the recommendations of a review into Australia's privacy laws, which includes the right to remove yourself from the internet. I'm keen to do this chat because it seems to be coming up a lot with my friends and something that we're all thinking about. But can we start with what rights to privacy we already have? We do have a legal right to privacy that was established in legislation called the Privacy Act. Crucially, though, it was enacted in 1989, and so obviously it reflects the time in which it was created. It's been updated since then, but it's fair to say that it's been slow to adapt to the new obstacles and risks that come with our whole lives being online. Back in 2020, the then coalition government under Scott Morrison, they commissioned a review to consider how to update the Act, how to make sure that it reflects where we are at as a society and how we want our privacy laws to be in the 21st century. And so the reason that we're talking about it today is because at the end of last week, we finally got that report from the review. This was Mark Dreyfus, who's our Attorney General, releasing the report in Parliament last week. The comprehensive review that my department has completed now has found the Privacy Act is no longer fit for purpose and does not adequately protect Australians' privacy in the digital age. 
Okay, so if the act is no longer fit for purpose, according to the report, what are the alternatives we can play with? Well, I think before we go any further, it's not about losing the law. It's not an either or. Uh, It's about changing it to adapt to modern times. So one of the recommendations of the review is to broaden the definition of what actually constitutes personal information and therefore what we should actually be protecting under legislation. So as an example, the review found that there's currently a bit of confusion about whether things like your IP address or your geolocation data is considered personal information in the eyes of the law. The review also recommends protection for what's called inferred info. So things a website learns about you, like what products you like and what things you search for. Information that companies would find useful in targeting advertising and predicting what products you might buy. We've all joked that our phones are listening to us, but really it's this inferred info that is building quite a substantial profile of us online and that's the way that advertising then gets served back to us. I actually find it useful sometimes when companies and websites have the data that is relevant to me and if I'm looking to buy a new surfboard that I get served ads for other surfboards and I feel like that can sometimes make our social media experience more personalised. But I guess the issue is that you don't always have a choice in the matter. Exactly. And I think that that is really key to what the review found, which is this idea of consent and how important consent is, I mean, in every context, but in this context, before collecting personal information. So specifically, it's that consent should be voluntary, it should be informed, current, specific and unambiguous, which again is what we know consent should be. The review also recommends companies should be held to a legal reasonableness test. So in other words, they should consider whether an individual would reasonably expect their information to be stored and collected, whether that collection is actually necessary and whether there's a risk of harm. What else did the report say? Well, there was another recommendation around tighter rules for some groups that include political parties, which I think would be good news to anyone that's had to live through an election, media organisations and small businesses. And on the small businesses, I found it very interesting, but small businesses are actually currently exempt from the Privacy Act. The review, though, has recommended that that exemption be removed following some more consultation. And of course, all of this is happening now in a context of two major data breaches towards the end of last year from Mm -hmm. Optus and Medibank. Mm -hmm. Does the report look at how we can deal with those kind of breaches? Well, it recommends placing limits on how long companies can actually hold on to data. And it also goes into things like stronger rules around de-identified data. It's because while companies can at the moment claim that they've made efforts to de-identify someone's personal information it is still sometimes possible to then re-identify the information. And so that's where problems arise in actually being able to construct a fuller identity of someone online, even without some crucial points. What about those stories we heard about companies like Kmart and Bunnings and the good guys using facial recognition technology? Yeah, I actually think we did a podcast episode on this last Mm. year. Look, this area is very complicated and there's a lot of nuance to it, but basically what the review found was that there needs to be more consultation in this space to understand whether there should be another law that specifically talks to facial recognition technology. So definitely something to be keeping an eye on. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Zara, we started the podcast talking about the right to be forgotten online. 
How will the right to erase yourself from the internet actually work? The right to be forgotten sounds very dramatic, but we'll go with it. So the review actually does recommend a right to erase, to correct or to de-index information about you from search engines. It also recommends the right to request any information a website has collected on you and to opt out of direct marketing and targeted advertising. That's stuff we were speaking about before. There are, though, some exceptions to these rights, especially in circumstances that involve law enforcement. And so on this point, the review actually recommends quarantining personal data, so basically archiving it rather than erasing it. Sounds like a pretty comprehensive change to how things currently work. Where do we all go from here? I mean, if we are the government, the government has to still consider its response to the recommendations because they're just that, they're recommendations. The government's not mandated to follow them. But we have heard some indications that they are committed to changing these laws, that is the federal government. But exactly when or how that happens does still remain to be seen. Thanks for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you learnt something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every weekday morning. We'll be back again tomorrow morning, but until then, have a brilliant day.